This is the We Make Amazing podcast. And each month we're bringing you up for an honest opinions and reviews. On new tech, trends and epic fails from the digital industry. Be warned, we don't hold back. Whether you're on the go or at home with your feet up. And join us as we talk all things digital. Brought to you by Altair Media. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the We Make Amazing podcast. And we are doing our first podcast from the park. Where? Is it Facebook Square? Is that actually... We call it Facebook Square. We call it Facebook Square, but... I think it's actually Rathburn Square, but... Oh, that's the one. <laughs> um, yeah, we're sat up here. There is a security guard walking around, so I'm hoping we don't get moved on. <laughs> um, this could be a, you know, a risky one. Yeah, we it's could fine. be on the move very shortly. <laughs> um, but we're going to do something a little different today. Um, as it sort of ties in with people finishing uni now and starting their careers, and um, we thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about our experiences um, since we've both left uni. Yeah, um, it's been about, what, two years since we started our jobs? Nearly two yeah, years. Two mental. years at the end of July, isn't it? So, yeah, I, th- I like to think we've got a bit of experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, we've both had very different, like, starts to our career as well. Like, I've been out of uni. I came straight to Altair, but I know Meg's come from a different background. And if you wanted to talk about that, start off with. <laughs> yeah, so as soon as I finished uni, I was like... <laughs> I need some money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can't afford to pay my rent. Um, So I basically very luckily actually managed to get a job at an agency, an influencer marketing agency, um, as a graphic designer, basically. I had like, you need kind of give me loads of skills in kind of like the Adobe software and things like that. So I was quite lucky in the sense that I wasn't able to get a job so quickly. I think it was only like two weeks after like my last day or something like that. That is good. What's your degree? Uh, so I did fashion management and marketing. So sounds pretentious. <laughs> basically, I done fashion. Basically, it was just a, mar- a marketing degree, but um, centered around fashion, really, which was um, which was good. And then, um, yeah, from there, I was in, in in the company for about um, just over a year. But then, I decided that I was getting a bit bored, and I wanted to do something in fashion. Um, so I ended up moving jobs to a small fashion company. Um, which, <laughs> to, say, to say the least, wasn't the best. Um, and I'm not going to bash any any brands or anything like that. But, <laughs> Name and um, shame. <laughs> I was very quickly out of there in four, in four short months, basically, um, where I was approached by a recruiter. We both had the same recruiter, actually, um, who was recruiting for Altair. And, yes, from there, here, here we are. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it's been two years already. I know. Like I, I, so mine was slightly different. So I actually had a placement year with my course. So I had worked in an agency before for nine months. Um, it was a similar vibe to Altair, mm-hmm. but it was like an entertainment, solely entertainment client. Um, but I didn't work. I worked on the corporate comms team. So okay. I was very like internal. I didn't have like mm-hmm. any exposure to clients. And I used to be like really jealous of like everyone working with all these clients. So I was like, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. Like they were all going to like these premieres and screeners. And I was just like, oh, I want a bit of that. Yeah, I want a bit of that. <laughs> um, but I will say with that as well, like I really, really, really struggled to get a placement. And mm. I apply, I don't know, did you do a placement? Yeah, so I did a placement in my second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. similar to me. Mine was like a year long. But I applied for so many jobs, like jobs I didn't even want. And yeah. I got myself in such a rut and I felt so miserable because like I 
couldn't even get the jobs I didn't want. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite disheartening, isn't it? Because obviously you don't have that experience. Yet. Yeah. But then how can you get the experience if no one, no one has you? And I think it's the same everywhere. Like everyone yeah. has that same issue. It's like companies will want minimum two years yeah. for like a starting role. And I think that's, I think that's insane. Wrong. Yeah. And the thing is as well, I think I felt like so miserable and I was just like, that would be my biggest piece of advice to anyone. Like, don't, I know everyone's like got this desperation of getting a job straight away, but apply for the jobs you want because, mm-hmm. and I, I know that going forward like I would never now obviously I'm not gonna leave but if I was to ever look elsewhere like I would never apply for a job going in blind like I do all my research like I'd want to mm-hmm. know everything about the company like I was literally I remember just refreshing refreshing like LinkedIn and what's that other job site um indeed that yeah. I was literally just refreshing and any first thing I saw pop up apply yeah I think that's the thing isn't it is that like definitely what I've learned and like I say, you the same is that you've got to be so selective because yeah. applying for just anything is just not going to get you anywhere. Like you do have to really do your research, and it com- and I think it comes across as well in an application. Like yeah. when you're sending, because like when you're pushing out that many applications, I was the same. It's you, you're never going to have it like tailored. It doesn't look like that you want that job basically, yeah. and I think that's the issue. That's how you're not standing out because you're just sending off a CV and an application. Yeah. It could really be sent to anybody. Yeah, and I think as well, like it sounds so cliche, but I think being really honest in your interviews really does get you the job. Mm-hmm. Because like, so when I applied for Altair, I'd literally finished uni probably about four weeks before. And I was really surprised I got off an interview straight away. Because see, I had no experience in paid social mm-hmm. and I had such trouble getting a job on my placement year. So I thought, oh, it's going to be a long process again. Like, I might as well start now. Yeah. And I came in and I had an interview with David and he was like, oh, so what's your knowledge on paid social? And I was like, none, <laughs> to be honest. And I, I'm quite open about this. I used to think that paid social actually meant when I saw the job role, it said paid social exec. I thought, oh, they're letting me know that I get paid. <laughs> and it sounds hilarious, but because of my internship, I applied for so many jobs that wasn't paid. I was like, oh, they're letting me know it's paid. So I was like, oh, that's great. And yeah. he was like, oh, do you know what paid social is? And I was thinking, oh, right, he clearly doesn't mean that I get paid. So I was like, oh, to be honest, no. I was like, social media? Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's like sponsored ads. And then we would, we just had a conversation about what it was. And then mm-hmm. I was just getting to know, he was getting to know me as a person. And then obviously got the job, which I was very shocked about. Um, <laughs> and they didn't tell either of us that the other one was starting and we both started on our first day I was like oh yeah I still I still remember because I think he was at the reception first yeah and then I'd like gone to something hi it's my first day at Altair yeah. and I was like it's my first day too what job like, are you doing I'm a potential executive and, and I was like and then I was thinking oh god they've got this wrong I wasn't meant to have both and then we were like oh, both of us yeah like, they, didn't, they didn't tell me about you <laughs> I don't know who you are yeah <laughs> but you know what actually made a dream team I know so. <laughs> yeah we actually like you it is a dream team like we actually just work so well together and like yeah. we balance out each other's strengths I think as well it's quite nice yeah, to complement abs- each other absolutely and, and then also without it like we, we obviously both have like different creative skills that we didn't realize we both had until probably about a year in yeah yeah definitely and that's been really good as well like I think that's good for us to talk about I think with Altair like we said we've both started as paid social execs um but we sort of made it known to them we we're like we do have these skills and yeah. since then they've they've incorporated it like into our roles and that's something like we do as well as our job now yeah and that's really really good like they've literally tailored a job role 
to our yeah. needs. Not many, not many places will no. do that as well. And yeah, as you say, like all her like really do give you like we've had many a chat with our manager where he said, if there's anything that you want to get into, train yourself on any anything at all, mm. let us know and we can yeah. um, and, and, and you can move into that role and we can start training you upon it more. And it's it's great. Like we've grown so much in this in this company, like in such a short space of time. And I think we would definitely wouldn't be able to do that without like the the flexibility that the company has yeah absolutely like if you'd said to me like two years ago we started we'd be like managers now I know I'd be like <laughs> no way I know I know it's and it's and it's it's crazy and obviously we're both so so grateful for it but yeah just because obviously I was the same I came in with no experience like no mm. paid well I had I had social media experience but no paid social experience and I was the same as you I had no, no idea, idea what paid social was and yeah the fact that they've took a chance on people who clearly they saw something in it as they must have and like yeah I suppose the main thing to take away from that is prove that you want it like Mm. if you want if you come across as like you want something enough and you you're willing to learn and you know you you can show that you have the passion I hate the word passion I hate using (laughs) it but like it's true like if you have the passion behind it and you want to learn then that's how you stand out yeah absolutely and that goes sort of back to what I said about honesty like I think as an interviewer not that I've personally ever interviewed anyone but you must be able to tell when people are just absolutely fluffing and you can tell people have read like a description on google like yeah (laughs) oh like so that was like me if I was like googling what's paid social I'm like oh like like you know when you like reading off your hand like (laughs) like, very textbook Like, I think people must be able to tell if, like, you actually know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or So I think, especially when you're starting your career, like, you're not going to know everything. Like, yeah. give yourself a break. Like, you've just come out from uni. Like, you may or may not have had, like, a placement. And you're not going to know everything. Yeah. Like, I think I came out of my degree and I'd been there for three years. And as soon as I, obviously, like, came to Altair, I was like, you know, when you sort of question, I was like, what have I actually learned? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've just had three years, like, hard training on, like, this degree. And I'm like, like, you just panic. You're like, I don't actually know anything. Like, they start talking about things in the office. that like, They're like CPC and CPA. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what on earth is what this? What is all this? Yeah, yeah, no, like, I don't think having a uni degree, I think, is great, especially yeah. if you want to specialise in something. So I'm never going to say don't go to uni because you don't need it because, yeah. like, that's not necessarily true. But... Yeah, I do agree that like you can, you're never prepared for the world of a job. No, nothing can ever prepare you. Like, no, it's so completely different. Like, everything in uni is so textbook. Like, yeah, you know, this is what this means. This is what this means. But when it comes to being actually in the industry and like working for a company, it's completely different. And like, I feel like it's almost a bit like I started again. Almost like, yeah, you do have that background knowledge. So you have a brief knowledge on how things work. But like in terms of this role and coming in and, and trying to learn all this like new, new things like you really like you really have no idea until you're actually like, in it yeah did you feel like that when you were like change your job roles because they're all in like slightly different specialisms and everything um so my first job no because it was basically just graphic design is something mm. that obviously you still have to learn how a company works which is always something like you'll always have to adjust no matter like no matter how old you are and like you know as long as, if you're moving jobs like you're always gonna have to learn how a company works it's, it's, it's the same every time yeah um but from like an actual job role perspective no not in my first job in my second job yes um coming into it, I thought I kind of had like 
obviously Anna influence marketing is a bit different, but I feel like I felt like I had the background knowledge of how the whole industry worked. Yeah. And then when it came to being in this fashion role and I was trying to outreach to influencers, completely different to what I thought. Yeah. And again, it's like you have to like learn the processes again. And my second job, like, like I said, it was a bit different because, you know, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great experience for me. However, I did like you probably took quite a lot of learnings from it though. Like yeah, especially in kind of like what I what I want from a job, what I don't like, what I don't want from a company. One thing I did learn, especially company culture, is so important. Yeah, and that's one thing that all I think Altair definitely has, and we like pride ourselves on yeah. is our culture. Yeah, everyone in the office has, has this really strong bond, and you know that's something I've really seen in other companies as much as like I feel like it can be especially people our age so what we're in our early 20s yeah. and a lot of people in agencies are yeah like, at the very least you know mid to late mm. 20s you know yeah and I feel like in, in, a, in, in certain companies in most companies even you get quite clicky yes like you can get these like little segmented groups of people and everyone kind of sticks to little groups where it's like I feel like in also you don't have that really you have your people that you're yeah. closer to but like we could all sit in a pub yeah. on one big table and have a drink, I yeah. think. Like, there's not one person I couldn't have a conversation with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the beauty as well of being like a slightly smaller agency. Mm-hmm. Um, my God, it can be stressful at times, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I kind of wouldn't have it any other way. Like you said, like, it's so nice actually knowing everyone in the company. It's not like you've got someone on third floor that in HR, like, oh, what's her name? Like, <laughs> yeah. everyone actually knows everyone. Everyone knows about their life. Like, everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. And, like, I do think that makes such a difference when you're actually working together as well. Absolutely. And not only that, like, we care. We yeah. care what's going on with each other's lives and we care about each other's, like, well-being and, you know, like, we, we just... Yeah, it's just different. It is, it is just different and it's nice. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like... I feel so lucky that I've got a lot of friends who are either they really really like their job but mm-hmm. they don't like their company or they really really like the people they work with but they hate like their the job, job. Yeah. and I do think we've got like the perfect balance we do have a, a, a good mix of both yeah. worlds because like you said it's it's just so flexible yeah and and like you said the people are, so just, are just so nice and it's just yeah it's not to brag but we yeah. do have a perfect job guys <laughs> we're not being paid to say this we're by the be, managers we're not being paid to say this this is, this is completely out of control and yeah. brutally honest and like yeah like they have got it is just different and that's why we've both been here for so long as well we might mm. we have stuck this out because it is just it has just got that balance yeah absolutely so in terms of then kind of like talking let's say we're talking to a grad who's listening mm-hmm. right now what kind of advice would you give someone who's just about to finish uni, just mm-hmm. about to start in the role? Like, you know, how would you go about like, like, obviously it's kind of taking into account everything that we've already said. Yeah. What would you, what would you say is the best approach? So I think as soon as you finish uni, there is this immediate pressure to like fall into your perfect job. Um, and I know like it kind of feels, I know for me anyway, it felt very competitive almost. Like you've got all of mm-hmm. obviously your friends around you all trying to look for a job. Everyone's trying to get the best salary job, like the best location. Like everyone's mm-hmm. just, it seems like you're in a constant race. And oh, I do yeah. think you have this panic of like, oh my God, I need to find the job for me now. Mm-hmm. And I know there is definitely that pressure, but I would say like, honestly, take your time. Like, so I don't want to sound patronised or anything because I'm only 24, but like, I do think as soon as you finish uni, I I know for me personally, anyway, like, there was this panic. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you need to do everything right now. I was literally like, because I had people moving out straight away and like, 20s, I don't, 20s is such a confusing time anyway. Like, I've got friends now, like, 
engaged having a baby and I'm like I'm still living at home but I've got people like with mortgages and I'm just like oh my god what am I meant to be doing like I think there's this constant confusion in your 20s like is what you're doing the right thing and I think a lot of pressure comes from as soon as you finish uni you think oh my god I've got to land my dream job now yeah but I do think it's 100% worth taking taking your time with it like and, oh, I know, and I know like it's such a competitive market as well like, obviously everyone's applying for the best jobs and no by all means if you see a job you want straight away you apply for it but apply for it because you want it not apply for it because you're panicking yeah because think about it right you're, you're so right we're in these jobs till we're what at least 17 yeah we're, we're 20 yeah like, we've got 50 years of this. we've got to, we've got to do this forever <laughs> this like like I jumped into a job straight away mainly because that's one my work work ethic. Mm-hmm. I will I would never be able like fellow worst time for me. Yeah. Cannot cannot sit and do nothing. So like one jumping into a job straight away was just the right thing for me from like an ethic point of view. Mm-hmm. But also like I had to do it from a money point of view. Yeah. However, it's taken me up until like I mean I say it like up until like this mm-hmm. point I'm only 23, but it has taken me a few years to find a job that I think is perfect yeah. and that I do really, really enjoy. And it, it hasn't come easily. Yeah. So like, like you say, like the pressure of like, like having to fall into this job that's like, it, it's almost like, like it's painted with a bit of like a tinted rose glasses. Yeah. And like everyone's like, oh, I'm, I'm, look, I've landed my first job and it's this salary. And like you say, it's like yeah. this location, it's perfect. And it's like, in reality, that's just not what it is. Like yeah. Most people just like are, are trying to find this job. Yeah. And like you say, like, you've got to to start somewhere I think that's what people need to remember like yeah I don't think well I I don't know like there's not many times you're going to land a job that's your perfect salary your Mm -hmm. perfect location your perfect job the perfect people like you're not first time you're not going to get that and like you said like we've got years of doing this yet like yeah yeah and I think I do think your the 20s your 20s as well is like about exploring about what you want to do and like finding your feet with your career because I remember when I worked at um when I worked at my previous agency or my internship, mm-hmm. my manager at the time, she was in her like early thirties. And I think she'd said this job she was in was like her sixth job since she'd finished uni. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? Like, I think, I think like you kind of said, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's because my parents are like that. Like my parents mm-hmm. have worked for the same company for like years. Yeah, like, same mine. yeah, I don't know if it's like, I just thought, oh my God, do people not just get a job and that's their <laughs> job forever? Like I was like six jobs in like, 10 years that's insane but and also good I, for her yeah absolutely but I also think this is guilt almost yeah. like if you're in a job that you feel miserable in there's almost like a guilt to stay in it yeah and I think that's another reason why I stayed in my I stayed in my first job for probably too long even mm-hmm. though it was only a year it's still I wasn't happy for months I wasn't happy from like maybe seven months in and you almost feel like this pressure to stay in it because it's like, oh, well, you know, if I, I keep switching jobs. And I have, like, I've had multiple conversations with my family anyway. Um, not all of them, granted, but some of them that have been like, well, you can't keep moving jobs. It's going to look really bad on your CV. No, no it doesn't. No. It really does. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say stay at a job for a month and then, you know, no, go to the next yeah. and have that repeated cycle. But, like... You've got to give it a chance. Yeah, but, like, if, you know, if something doesn't make you happy, if a job doesn't make you happy, then you can't, you know, yeah. don't, you could, shouldn't feel the pressure to stay in And like I said, you shouldn't feel the pressure to stay in a job that isn't right for you yeah and like you've got to remember like at the heart of it like you you're the one that matters and like I think I've touched word luckily I've never experienced it but if I was in a job that I was literally dreading waking up every day like had anxiety to go to work like dreading it 
get out like uh, yeah. get out like Nothing, like no job is that worth it and no. like you know <laughs> might get might get trouble for saying that but no job is worth making your mental health suffer no and like that's something I learned very very quickly yeah. as well like, I I had a friend so she didn't go to uni so she's she's gone straight into work from sixth mm-hmm. form so she's been working since she's 18 and she was on quite a good salary for, for her age and she just got so miserable and she was in it for so long and she was just like but the money's so good the money's so good and mm. then she got to a point she took a step back and she was like the money's not even worth it no, like I'm working really weekends I'm crying in the evenings like, I'm dreading getting up in the morning I'm like that is and like like the way the world works your job is five days a week like yeah. that is the majority of your week like if you hate your job like yeah I, that's why I just think there's no immediate rush to jump into like something you're not even certain on yeah like, what would you say like I know we've obviously touched on like advice throughout but like if you had like one big piece of advice like what would it be to all them grads out there <laughs> so I suppose there's like a few things that I can give from an advice perspective one being, if you don't have the experience, there is ways that you can sort of build out your CV. Yeah. Um, there's loads of free courses out there, like Google Google um, Academy, I think yeah. it is, has yeah. like has so many free ones that they get like Google Analytics and things like that, um, which is always, is always really really helpful. Um, like Adobe programs or having like that like creative background is again always really really helpful if you are creative mindset anyway. Yeah. Um, and just having that experience does make you stand out. Just having something a little bit extra. Uh, number two, again, as we've already kind of said, be selective with what you are mm-hmm. are looking for because you don't you don't need to rush. Like it's yeah. it's you don't want to go into something that's just not right for you. Yeah. And number three, don't put pressure on yourself because there is already so much pressure from a societal point of view that you shouldn't have to feel like you you have to be the best at what you do because we're young. It's it's early in our, it's early in our careers and we have got. Yeah, fifty plus years ahead of us yeah. before we even have to start, you know, start thinking about retiring. So yeah, you know, you've got time, enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to add to your point about sort of the online resources, like I think you and me, like benefited from that so much in furlough. Like, like you said, like oh my gosh, you yeah. and me were like climbing the balls. And I think obviously <laughs> furlough was an awful time for everyone anyway because, like let's be honest there was obviously always that deep down uncertainty you were like are we ever going to get back to how we were like is the company going to be okay so it was just a <laughs> constant few months of anxiety really yeah but, um you and me like filled our time with doing that these courses and yeah. we still like spoke to each other quite a lot which was like I think good for like our well-being as well yeah and I think like I'll be honest I think when you and me came back from furlough like that's when we really like flew yeah being back at the company because we were like we showed everyone like what we'd been doing with our time off like we'd learned all these new skills um and it's like definitely like benefited us now so yeah 100% so online resources they're all they're all free as well yeah definitely definitely make lesson and I think your Google your Google um exams there's something which companies do look for when you're employing them absolutely like having that like bare minimum of like knowing how to do Google Analytics and things like that not that I completely understand Google Analytics (laughs) now I've done the course I still struggle but having that there it does just look really good on your CV and it does having that like little extra something that does just make you stand out yeah and it shows you've taken the time out to do something off your own back yeah because like you said like you can't you're not expected to you're 
you can't have all this experience when you're fresh out of uni but doing things like that will yeah. help you I think along yeah because it shows as well your willingness to learn again it goes back to that like yeah wanting wanting to learn about something what like wanting to you know build up your experience even if in, in something that you may not have like a degree or the like the actual work experience in yeah absolutely ah. Ah. oh my god <laughs> yeah absolutely i definitely agree so i think that wraps things up quite nicely yeah um i think as well it's, it might be worth mentioning um when we put this out um if anyone's listening to this as, as a grad and you want to speak to us for advice feel free to drop us an email or get in touch on linkedin um, but we'd be more than happy to talk to you guys um Absolutely. absolutely and we're always hiring new grads we have the like Alta has a great grad scheme and we do like to hire people fresh fresh who want to like I say who want to learn about the industry so get in touch as you said we've got our like LinkedIn pages Instagram pages yeah mess, drop us a message yeah and we're gonna actually have to leave now because someone is I don't even know what that is but you can probably hear it it's like some <laughs> road cleaner the facebook square what is it rathbone square i think i could be completely wrong <laughs> rathbone square it's getting pretty pretty lively so we'll wrap things up thanks for listening everyone thanks bye, bye. <laughs>